Welcome back to Autolux Autopod Podcast. I'm your host, Everett, as always, and today we are looking at something that Kia doesn't want to admit to, the brand new Kia GT lineup of aftermarket modifications. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Now, well, it has come to our attention that, well, Hyundai has their own N performance brand for their lineup of vehicles. The Kia doesn't want to admit the fact that they actually do have their own aftermarket modification line for their lineup. So, we're going to take a quick look at it. Hyundai, as you've noticed, has brought out the brand new Veloster N, and now they're actually expanding it more onto the i30N lineup. As you can see with the i30N line, the i30N, and now the i30N Fastback which is basically just a saloon version of the sedan these are great features they draw more people in and actually create more fan base for the hyundai brand something the hyundai really hasn't had since the departure of the previous sports coupe that they once had the tiburon one of those great cars that well you did see a lot of modifications to back in the day we did see hyundai kind of dip into this back in the early 2000s when they brought out the gx line they actually did have the hyundai Elantra GX, the Sport Fastback, which kind of gave it, you know, a little bit more sporty edge to the Hyundai brand. Add to this, they had the fact that they had the Hyundai Tiburon, and they started adding a little, play a couple extra features to it, like the Tassani. Well, that really wasn't enough for Hyundai. When you can take a look at the fact that Volkswagen has, you know, the R lineup, Ford has SBT, Chrysler Corporation at the time, and still does, has the SRT brand, Chevrolet has their SS, well, Honda has Type R in Mugen, Mitsubishi, Rally R, the list just goes on and on and on. One of the most famous ones you can take a look at is Mercedes with their AMG lineup. Now this is one great lineup and something that we actually come to expect from the brand. It's not just the fact that Mercedes is AMG, AMG is also Mercedes. They are one and the same. Now it's apparent that Hyundai actually wants to do this with this brand new N feature to their vehicle. Kind of a weird fitting name for a sports brand, N, especially when you're selling in you know select markets like the united states and as we said in a previous article you got to get the n out of it now hyundai is utilizing this to actually draw more people into the lineup and create a more sporty appeal they've actually already done this with their genesis line with the new sport feature as a g80 sport g70 sport and now they're going to be moving into the g90 sport feature yeah it does command a bit higher value for basically not much more and it's not really a hope of actually beating the m lineup or AMG lineup of their luxury counterparts at BMW and both Mercedes. Now Hyundai is wanting to do this because they want to kind of jump into the game before companies like Toyota, Honda basically start expanding their lineup, actual lineup, North American lineup because other places in the world they actually do have other models. North America you tend not to see a lot of the TRD models except on trucks. Their cars, let's just face it, we would love to see a Camry TRD but unfortunately the North American market doesn't have it. Go other places in the world you can get the Garmin or the TRD versions of the Yaris and many of their actual K-Car box vehicles like the Voxy and well many others like that. But Hyundai wants to dip into this with their brand new N-Line. Now getting back to the original point of this entire blog is the fact that Hyundai is hiding the fact that they're slowly creating a brand for the Kia lineup as well. They, like, they don't want to admit that they're actually going to make a sport aftermarket version of the Kia lineup because Kia really does never has it. Like, for instance my 2002 Kia Rio has 
Ryzen RXV, and that was as sporty as you can get back for 2002 in the Kia lineup, which is essentially a shooting brake version of the Wagon hatchback version of the Kia. Now, needless to say, mine's been modified a little bit, so that actually doesn't look like the original Kia RXV model. It looks a lot better. Now, but getting back to Kia here, their GT line is doing what the RXV line originally did for my Kia Rio back in 2002. It's adding more aftermarket features to basic standard cars. Now, why do I say it twice? Because really, they're doubling down on something that was already there. Some of their cars, for instance, like the Picanto GT, was already sporty. Now they call it the GT line, which is in fact the exact same thing as the Hyundai N subbrand for that lineup. Now, why doesn't Hyundai want to admit the fact that they actually have created an aftermarket subbrand for the Kia lineup? Why? Because they want to slowly introduce it behind the background and get people interested in it. If you start promoting it right now, everybody's going to expect a model for every freaking vehicle out there. Hell, a Kia Niro GT line, Kia Sportage GT line, Kia Sorento, Kia Sedona GT line. Can you see where this problem is going? Hyundai is doing it with the N lineup. Why? Well, Hyundai already can do it. People are already looking for it. People see the Veloster and say, hey, we want more. They put the N badge on it. They can focus on that and adding it to basically the platform that underpins the Veloster, the i30 lineup just makes plausible sense that you have to do it. Now, Kia, on the other hand, they're just starting out with the Picanto, the Rio, and well, earlier this year, or I should say not earlier, later this year, we actually saw the brand new Seed show up in GT form. They do have the wagon version and my all-time favorite, the brand new Kia Proceed GT line shooting brake style. Now, the modifications over the standard one aren't really much when you consider it. They have improved the front fascia, the side skirt kit, and the rear fascia. Their enhanced side gills, rear diffuser, there's a slight side spoiler, but really the front end is just enhancing or enlarging the lower air duct or side gills. Add to this a couple extra dark black features to it, and you got the new GT lineup version of the Kia Proceed. But again, why is Hyundai not admitting that they have an aftermarket version of the Kia lineup? Like we said, if they admitted to it, they would have to put it on every single vehicle out there. They're testing the waters. They know Kia is the better standpoint for their lineup. Sure, it's the economy version of the whole lineup, where Genesis takes on the luxury premium standpoint. Hyundai fits into the standard and slightly moves into the premium with some of their models. Basically, the Grandeur or the previous Zara moved into the premium category and would fight against the Buick. Kia, on the other hand, falls into the economy standard class. So it goes as, as low as basically Chinese brands like Chang Yang, Geely, moves into the territory of subpar beginner models of both Chevrolet and Chrysler, and then moves into the standard standpoint of, let's say, the Toyota Honda Mazda categories. Now, for that, that's kind of one of those features you don't really want to dive into it, as we've seen with Chevrolet releasing SS models of every single one of their vehicles, back to back to back. Every single new vehicle they come out with, they're creating SS versions of it. Why? Because they started putting it on Camaros, people like it, and then they started putting it on trucks. And that's where the big money is. Now, Kia doesn't have a truck. Hyundai will be getting one soon with the new Santa Cruz, which we all believe an end model would be exquisite to have on there because really the night version of the Honda Ridgeline isn't really what we wanted here. Uh, if the Santa Cruz is anything like what they originally had with the Santa Cruz concept, the end lineup would be most beneficial on that truck. Trust me, that is something you want to see with an end badge on it. Back to Kia here, Kia doesn't have a truck. They can't make tons of money. And currently, like I said, it's a Picanto, the Rio, and the Seed slash Proceed that actually have the GT line or GT aspects added on.
respond to them. They're testing the waters with standard entry-level vehicles. They want to see if they can actually command a little bit higher premium on their entry-level vehicles. It's like Toyota saying, hey, we're going to make the TRD version of the Yaris, the Corolla, and the Camry. We're going to slap them all out there, and we're going to test the waters to see if the TRD lineup can move across every single model before we really enter the world market of aftermarket. Now, Kia is one of those brands that you can actually come to expect an aftermarket version of. It's not really one of the top companies you think of for aftermarket modification because when you think of that, you think more along the lines of a Veloster i30 or let's say a Civic, Corolla, Mazda 3, CX3, Ford Focus, Fiesta, Dodge Dart, well, previously ill-fated Dodge Dart, uh, Chevy Cruze. You consider those things the entry level for aftermarket modification. But let's just hope that Kia can actually pull this off with the GT and GT lineup. And maybe, just maybe, by next year, Hyundai will actually admit that they do have an aftermarket sub-brand for the Kia lineup and start pushing these GT lines across the full scale of their market. Because we would love to see a GT line version of the Sportage, Sorento, hell, even the Sedona. Because we know in Korea, aftermarket modifications on minivans are one of the big ticket items. And anyways, if you take a look at some markets, some markets actually are about to start commanding aftermarket modifications from the factory to it. Take a, for instance, China. The Chinese market won't allow you to sell aftermarket modifications for any vehicle there. They don't have an industry. Why? Because the government regulates it. But if it's factory backed, they'll allow you to buy it. That's why you can buy an AMG Mercedes in China, but not a Brabus. Even though Brabus builds great quality products that can actually go up against and beat AMG products hands down all the time, but they can't sell them there because they're an aftermarket modification company whereas AMG is factory backed and can component with a warranty, which is the Chinese government would like. And with Kia starting to enter the Chinese marketplace and starting to push their ground and try and gain more space against Toyota, Honda, BMW, all those cor car corporations over there, we can actually see the aftermarket modifications to their entire lineup happening sooner rather than later and Hyundai will finally admit that they do have an aftermarket nameplate for Kia. So really, can Hyundai say without a doubt that they don't have an aftermarket nor will they ever have an aftermarket division for the Kia lineup? No, that is a plausible lie because they have actually had one before and they have one now. So Hyundai, quit beating around the bush and just tell us that you're actually starting to work on GT line products for the entire Kia lineup. Hey, we'll be happy because most of us out there, we're waiting for a GT line version of the Kia Stinger. Hell, even a coupe version that you can utilize within the NASCAR V8 Supercar Series would be amazing as well. And with that, you can help expand the GT line and start commanding higher premiums on basic vehicles. This is Devin from Autolooks saying, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride with the Autopod and keep following us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google Plus, and any other of the features that we actually carry on our website, www.autolooks.net. This is Everett saying have fun.